Welcome to the Biz for Good Show, where we highlight misfits, outcasts, and renegades for the being good and doing good movement. We spotlight people that are changing the world by having integrity and honesty and creating an environment of connection, thus showing the true secret to success and creating a life of greater impact. So come on board and create your own Biz for Good life. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Biz for Good Show! I am your host, Bobby Glenn James, along with the fantabulous, mantabulous, wonderful, and flobbity, flibbity, the amazing, powerful house of goodness, Ryan Pilkington. Ladies and gentlemen, in the house, the Ryan, the Pilkington. In the house, his whole face, he wanted me to put the camera right up in that face so you can see his nose hairs, that he's done a really good job of trimming them and making them all pretty and nice. Tell us about the show, Ryan. Mantabulous again, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I thought I'd go there. Why not? Mantabulous. I love it. I love it. You love it. Uh, yeah, welcome to the Best for Good Show, and we are streaming live. Um, you can always catch the live shows on the Best for Good Show. You can always um, now. Right now. <laughs> we we stream 2 p.m. on oh, Fridays. Man, we, I, I gotta move you. We gotta move. Oh, you gotta move you. I gotta move me. Oh, wait. Here, I can do this. Oh, oh wait. I can oh. do that. There you go. You just talk, man. You just yeah, talk. You, I got this figured out. No, you can talk in there. I can talk in there? Yeah, and I'll just move it. So okay. you can, see, I can do this. Wow. Now you got me over your shoulder, too. It's beautiful. I'm looking over your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Ryan, that's too close, but I don't know. It's kind of fun. <laughs> Guys, uh, okay, I took you. Keep going. I apologize. I took you off track. Yes, Jim's like, oh my gosh, what did I get into? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a beautiful thing. Thanks for joining us live on the Biz for Good show. We are sitting down with an amazing guest, and today's title of the show is SEO as Easy as Pie. With Jim Carroll. Easy as pie. And we are watching uh, the questions and stuff on the, on the show. So if, if you have any questions while we're we're talking or any insight or something, I'm going to watch the, the, the feed. Now, Noah, if you're on some of the groups that we're sharing on, you will have to come to the Biz for Good show uh, page to actually make comments. So we would love to hear your comments uh, as long as they're about being good and doing good. Uh, well, no, we'd like to hear your comments. If you think it sucks, let us know. That would be beautiful. Yeah. You can also email us at info at bizforgoodshow. Info at bizforgoodshow. Go to bizforgoodshow.com and you can sign up to be on the show. If you if you really understand the movement that we're trying to create with the being good and doing good, you can get down there and fill out the form to be a part of the show. Ooh. Right, Ryan? Right, Ryan. Yep. Yep. Okay. Tell us about the show, Ryan. Uh, yeah, we'll be sitting down. We are sitting down with Jim Carroll. Uh, he is we will be uh, and are. Yeah, we're doing it live. That's right. Uh, <laughs> anyways, Jim Carroll. Uh, he goes back with SEO like back in the day with Al Gore. That's what we're talking about today. He helped Al Gore create the internet. Isn't that right, Jim? That's it. That's what he <laughs> <laughs> No, he sneak peek right here. Sneak peek. Sneak peek. There he is. <laughs> now he's been involved with. Uh, Internet marketing and SEO marketing for a long, long time. Web design, you name it. You've been in the digital space. Digital marketing. Digital marketing for 
like 20 years. Over 20 years. Over, yeah, over 20, 20 years. Over 20 years. He's so not of, his first road show. A lot of insights today we'll learn. Yes. Definitely sit down and enjoy the show. We welcome all those. Please share, like, and post this uh, right now. Yeah, all that good stuff. All right. Uh, welcome, all you beautiful, wonderful, amazing human beings out there. We love uh, our message, our motive. The greatest business model on the planet is the good that you can do for others. If you focus on being good and doing good and you're a business owner, you will have more clients, stronger clients, happier clients. You will have happier employees. Guys, this is is supposed to be rocket science. Unfortunately, uh, we need more people out there spreading the word of being good and doing good as a business model. I'm going to have to lip sync you because you've put oh, the camera on oh, me. Oh, jeez. I've been talking. <laughs> there, how's that? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, just like I, I get all pretty. excited. I know. I know I look so pretty. <laughs> That's why it is nice to have a camera guy, but oh, well. We, we've set all this up to make it easier and whatever. Okay. The Biz for Good Show. It's a fun and powerful podcast. Uh, the podcast experience, uh, sharing stories of hope, passion, and the true secret to success, the connections we make by loving and being good. Yes, that's loving and being good. There is so much bad noise in the world. It is time to rise against the noise and flood the world with the good. The Best for Good Show is not just a podcast. It's a movement. Now let's get crazy. Yeah, there it is. Okay, uh, so what are we doing today? I don't know. You said you had some teases for me. Oh no, we're not doing that, man. We, if we do that, then we will. We, 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 I say we stick with the format for right now and do something fun. What should we? What should we? We pull on Tim, uh, Jim, not Tim. Who's Tim? Going, who's Tim? Who's Where's Tim? Tim? Where'd Tim come from? Oh, there's Tim. Top Tilly too. <laughs> Jim. So you haven't told us about the show, have you? I've taken on all of this stuff. Did you actually? Oh yeah, you yeah. Did. We talked about yeah, talked... SEO. Where was I back then? Easy as pie. It was. That's right. Where was I back then? It was Jim. Minutes ago. Minutes and minutes ago. Uh, okay. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? We've lost all control. <laughs> we are still getting used to live. Yeah, live. It's 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 interesting to do this live thing again. It's super fun. If you're watching this not live, please comment below and say not live. And if you've enjoyed the show, absolutely. I think we lost everyone at rhubarb pie. So. <laughs> rhubarb. Yeah, rhubarb. <laughs> he was talking about rhubarb pie. It was taking me back in the day. Taking you back in the day. Yeah. So, but I, that the pie. I think. Uh, what do you think about lessons in leadership? We had we had last week. We had a we had a Google challenge. How about lessons in leadership today? How about lessons in SEO? SEO leadership. How to take control of your SEO. Yeah. How to take... So we want just a really quick gold nugget from Jim. Just a, just a quick gold nuggety goodness of what does it mean SEO leadership? How to be a leader in, in SEO. I don't know where we're going with this. We're just throwing it out there. So we didn't talk about this. This is completely off the hip. Uh, so we're just going to turn it over to Jim. Well, to be a leader, a true leader in SEO, uh, you have to uh, obviously have a website that ranks properly. And you can only do that by being a leader. Ooh. Ooh. You can. 
That makes total sense. You can only do that by actually leading in the SEO to be at the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not rocket science. It is rocket science. Oh, it is. I'm a rocket, actu- I'm a rocket scientist. <laughs> it is actual <laughs> rocket science. SEO is is it is kind of a, a creative. Um, it's a fluid medium. Uh, you got to change with the times. Absolutely, you got to know what's going on. Algorithms change, things change, and you got to really understand what's happening and doing and all that stuff. You're gonna keep moving that. We're gonna have to keep moving that, aren't we? See, it's too. We far. had it right here. Yeah, and then we put it right. There. And then you put it there. Yeah. Oh well. Over there. It's all good. Cause see, when I do this, then you're gone, Ryan. You're gone. I now got- you're. Now oh. you're back. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, should we go right into the, let's go right into the show Jim is like what are these guys are just all over the place what are they doing so how about we get to the interview what do you think Ryan <laughs> you betcha <laughs> let's do this thing alright let's let's get to know Jim a little bit we want to get to know Jim uh, so when 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 is the the first time that you realize that being good and doing good is something that connected with you that you felt was important. Is there a time you can tell us that? Well, uh, there's a couple of times that, that kind of uh, jump out in my brain when you ask the question that way. Um, early on in my business career, um, I had a, a couple of mentors that um, impressed upon me that there's a, we have a fiduciary responsibility to our clients, and uh, we have to, to treat them right and, and do well by them uh, for us to maintain them and keep, you know, keep them as clients. And so that's uh, uh, kind of a philosophy that I've stuck with throughout my business career. But why? What? Why did that? Why did that connect to you? Was there? Was there? I mean, did you see something where somebody was treated wrongly, or, or just you saw ultra success from these people that really understood that taking care of the client on a level higher than how much money can I get out of them? Um, absolutely. Um, the the. the level that we, we try to t- maintain our clients on is, is uh, horrifically important and um, by exceeding their expectation we always were able to maintain the clients. It, it, it mattered a little tiny bit less about money than client satisfaction and, and keeping those clients and we didn't lose clients. We, you know, we were in a very competitive industry. I was in a competitive industry and uh, by keeping those clients satisfied, by keeping them happy, by meeting their expectations time and time again we maintained those clients and kept those clients in a, a very competitive market. Awesome, awesome. Uh, so I want to. I, I just want to get to because we talked a little bit before the show, and you're 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 a much more dynamic person than just this this social media guru expert or so you know, the Let's media see. marketing whatever SEO you name it. Uh, could you tell us a little bit? So you were telling me a little bit of the things that you've experienced in life. Could you could you tell us a little bit about that? Because I, <laughs> I, I I want everybody to get to know Jim. Because maybe you guys don't know, he's done a few things in his life that might be interesting. Starting off with how many times have you jumped out of an airplane with a parachute? I have physically jumped out of an air t- airplane with a parachute uh, four thousand three hundred thirty three times. Holy four thousand three hundred thirty three oh. times! Hey, this we're just getting started, man. This guy is is a uh, oh one of those people that go thrill seeker yeah there you go thrill seeker so, <laughs> and, so a little bit a little bit more that was it that was a tidbit I, I can honestly tell you I was only on fire two of those times oh Whoa. my gosh pachinga <laughs> <laughs> fiery 
three fiery goodness. Wow, but you're here still with us. And what one of one of my biggest like fears in the world is being eaten by a shark. That literally is next to being buried alive, eaten by a shark, my other giant biggest fear. That and is you weird, swam. Bobby. You swam with how many sharks at one time? <clears throat> well, I went to Tahiti specifically to do shark diving, and uh, we poured blood in the water for about four hours to attract as many sharks as we could. Just a couple sharks. There's just a few in there. Here, have some blood. <laughs> Get y'all wild up. Get y'all crazied up, sharkies. There's about a thousand sharks on that. A island. thousand? A thousand oh. sharks! You're in the water with them in a cage? No cage. No, no cage. cage! Okay, we may in, be in the presence of a crazy person. I'm just saying. You may crazy. be a little bit crazy, Jim. No. That's a little bit crazy, <laughs> A thousand <laughs> sharks? Swimming in blood. Oh, my. Was there flames involved? In no that flames one? on that no one. Flames Jumping on through that. a flame and some sharks. Did you sharks? have to punch any of them in the nose to keep them from eating you? I'll tell you how it works. It's fascinating to me. But we're all in a kind of a box canyon with our backs against the wall. Oh, and um, so we have a, a duke so. <laughs> If anybody comes at you, you pop them. But in the the, the canyon, the big sharks don't come in there. The, we had about a fif- couple of fifteen foot uh, hammerhead sharks. Oh yeah, they're docile. They, they, the hammerheads are very docile, they just, right? They're not. They're not uh, pissed <laughs> right. off at anything at all. They're pretty aggressive. <laughs> yeah, they're one of the most aggressive sharks. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> For they, all those, they didn't want to come in the canyon. sharp we nose. Of course not. They yeah. didn't. So, they, wow. You must love Shark Week on Discovery Channel. Oh, no, that's boring. You're like, you, you, dude, once you've been in there with them, I mean, that's those, like lame. That's, those guys use cages. That's yeah. like that's like you you, you played in the Super Bowl. Now you're going to go sit and watch the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl? That's lame, dude. Yeah. How many times have you swam with the sharks? Then? Um, a couple times. I lived in Hawaii for a few years, and one of our favorite dive places was a place called Shark's Cove. Sharks Cove. So of course, we, we dove there. So, you've probably dove uh, many, many times as yeah. well, huh? Um, well, so I have a lot of skydives. I'm a dive master, as far as scuba diving, a dive mm-hmm. master, a rescue diver, um, uh, equipment specialist, so I can rebuild your regulator like at 100 feet underwater. Wow. So. That, see, this. This is things where people don't think about being good and doing good, but this is where, it, like, you have people's lives in your hands, right? Have you tandem with other people? Have you helped people I'm tandem? A tandem instructor. I had a feeling. That's why yeah. I brought it up. I knew <laughs> yeah, this guy has had some. Dives, he's been be strapped using... on people's backs, and he's got them home to safety. My yeah. daughter included. She 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 did a jump in Hawaii. In Hawaii, yeah. My wife did. Or my wife. My daughter did it in Hawaii. She said that's the only place you should do it is Hawaii. It's the coolest thing on earth to look out and see everything. I, I have about two thousand instructional jumps, and I have about fifteen hundred of those were tandems. And maybe 500. I'm an accelerated freefall instructor, so that's where the so, freefall sounds bad. That sounds we like uh, you shouldn't freefall. That doesn't free sound fall. smart. Well, if you're with an instructor, it's perfectly. You're safe. just freefalling. Uh, you just freefalling. Then he grabs yeah. onto you, and then he pulls the cord. Well, if you forget, then I kind of remind you. That <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow! Wow! That's we were exciting. just talking about like one of my goals. If I lose 200 pounds, is to do a dive. Yeah. But what is the goal? Um, What's the goal? Like, uh, not goal, the weight. Oh, what's the weight? Yeah, it's the ideal weight's about 220. 220, so mm-hmm. I got to get it. Ideal weight? Mm-hmm. How, how, how high can you go, though, weight-wise? Well, that's... <coughs> um, For a tandem, you, I'd have to weigh Depends 200. on the parachute, really. 
Oh. So, see, so you could. I, there's, I, oh, geez, could, I didn't realize there's different parachutes. That hey, makes total sense. You, know, you they, don't think about that crap when you don't do it. They drop tanks with parachutes. So, oh, that's right. So, <laughs> so we can do yeah. a cargo shoot and we'll go right now. We don't got to. <laughs> All right. Right after, this, right after the show. <laughs> wow. If it can take on a tank, I'm ready. Let's do a treat. Do they do three people at the same time jump? That would be. No, I'm, no don't sign me up. I'm not there. Sorry, I'm not there for that. <laughs> awesome. You did some other things, too. I, I, love, I love the adventure. Adventure. And, and I again, I think that the things that you do, you have people's lives in your hands and, and they have to trust you and know that you're somebody that they can trust. Right. Well, they, they do. I'm, I'm a, a reputable guy. I like to think of myself as dependable. Um, Four thousand. You better be. you better at 30,000 feet. You better be dependable. <laughs> I've done some crazy things. We uh, sailed through the Caribbean uh, into the Atlantic to an island called the Bitter End. Um, the only reason you'd go to the Bitter End is because, well, we were out of ice and we needed ice. But uh, beyond that, if you cross the Bitter or go east of that, you're crossing the Atlantic. So we had a, a sailboat, a 55 foot sailboat, and there was eight of us on board, and we sailed to the Bitter End. Of course, we sailed to the Bitter wow, End. Wow, that, that sounds like a movie or something. Oh my God! Have you read the book Four Hundred and Eighty Six Days? Yeah. Have you read that book? No, I haven't. The dude was in a, a little baby fishing boat, literally four hundred and sixty-eight days, over a year and a half or whatever. Dude, that book is insane. Yeah. If you want, he he's a he was in Mexico and he was a fisherman in Mexico and he got they they had a a, a big storm storm come yeah. in and it messed and their boat their motor messed up. Anyway, there's two of them. One ended up passing away during. How he lived is unfreaking. Anyway, sorry to get us off track. We, 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 Unbelievable. You can listen book. to episode for that yeah, story. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, <laughs> I, I have total respect because I wouldn't want to do any of that stuff. Bitter Maybe end. I should face my fears and go swim with a thousand sharks. <laughs> Isn't when the two oceans meet it, there's like choppy water? Can be. It's like, whatever. He's jumped out of an airplane 4,000. He doesn't care about chopping Like, water. see that thousand foot wave? Big bring wave. It on. You just steer the boat right. Correctly? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have totally went off track, but hey, that's what we do here on the Biz for Good Show. So, uh, let's let's talk. Ryan, I'm I'm hogging up the thing. You're going to ask him. You're going to ask no our problem. guest a question. Before we ask the question, I just want to let you know, if you're watching us on this live stream right now, share it. Uh, share the show uh, with your friends. Hit the share button, and we'll get to the question right now. Um, so, I uh, should know this by now. What is your commitment to living a biz for good life? Um, you know what? It's interesting. It's not an individual commitment. It's it's a lifestyle. Mm. Uh, lifestyle. You, lifestyle. You, you guys described yourself as a movement, and um, it's, right. it's really more than that. It's a lifestyle. So, it is. Um, it literally is. That's awesome. And and what is your commitment to your lifestyle? What is your lifestyle as it comes to that? Well, it's I, I give back uh, as much as I can. Um, I'm, I'm involved with uh, uh, a lot of community organizations, and um, you know, being successful in business has afforded me the the flexibility, the time you know, restraints that I can give back and, and donate time and donate uh, to other organizations. So I do that as much as I can, and um, it's just you know, being successful in the business world affords you the the luxury of, of um, giving back. For sure. I, I had somebody say once that you know if I've been blessed. I should spend that blessing, you know, giving back to, to, to have that reciprocity from 
from the blessings that I've been given. Is that is that your kind of philosophy? That's ab- absolutely it. And, yeah. and um, the more uh, I hate to say that I'm getting old, I'm kind of gray, but um, <laughs> I think it's blonde. Is what yeah. I think it. yeah, it's blonde. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is blonde. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna just start saying we're all blonde. I like it. But yeah. uh, it's it's platinum. Blind, platinum, platinum blind. blind. That's right. <laughs> That's what I'm sticking with. <laughs> platinum blind. But the, the older that I get, the more uh, I want to give back, and I, I have a passion for that and sharing. And, and there's uh, some civic groups and other people that I, I donate time to that uh, it's worthwhile, and I, I appreciate it. I enjoy it. Awesome. So before we get to talking about SEO and kind of you know the whole point of this and the easy as pie thing. What is a, a, a quick tip or a quick uh, thing that you could give our listeners that, that maybe could assist them uh, in some way in your years and years of, of business and entrepreneurship and doing what you do and building everything that you've built? Is there, is there a tip that you could give our listeners? Um, this is, is, is a great tip, and I kind of live by it, and, and I preach it uh, to a large extent. Um, but there's not any one thing that you can do. It's all of the things that we do that work together. And so it's a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here, but all of those have an accumulative effect. And so it's not any one thing, but in fact, all of those things that we do that, that make us successful in any endeavor. And how, how does, so we've talked about this a lot, right? I say right, Ryan, all the time. It's funny. <laughs> right, Ryan. Right, right. Uh, we talk about this all the time that the, the true, the real big secret to success is that you just have to work hard. You kind of have to get to work. Right, and and what what do you thinking? I, 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 you're, you're, his his eyes okay. Let, what well, what do you think you, about that statement? You go on because I, I I'm not sure that you're accurate. But. I oh, love yeah. yeah this, oh I I, I, I want to hear. So we we, we think you, you know the harder you work. If you listen to like people like Gary V and people out there, they say you know if you want to be successful, then you got to hustle. You got to work really really hard and you got to do hard things. And and it does seem like the folks that are willing to do the hard stuff are the ones that become more successful? Um, I think that working smart is, is probably top of the uh, list. Oh, yeah. Working smart. Um, they're, but they're, going along with that quote, I, I quoted, uh, I think it was Thomas Jefferson in one of my Facebook posts recently, and he said, the harder I work, the luckier I get. Yes. So. Yeah, that is the big deal. The luck thing is right place, right time, because you've been in that place many times. You put yourself in a position where luck comes to you, where it's yeah. easy to be lucky. Yeah, I love the story of Haley's Comets. You know, Haley's Comets, they're the ones that did Rock Around the Clock. Rock, did you know that, rock, that when that first rock, released, it was a rock, failure. Rock, rock, it, it went off the charts immediately. It was nothing. It wasn't until a director directed this edgy movie, uh, Chalkboard Jungle, and, they, and, and this this young kid, the director went to this guy's house and his young kid had these albums and he took that song and he put it on the beginning of the show and Rock Around the Clock went crazy after that. And it was it was all right place, right time. Mm-hmm. It was just accidental. But Haley, the guy, had been doing music for 20 years. He wasn't an overnight success. This dude was hammering it out. It was right place, right time because he didn't quit. But he put in the hard work, too. He, he, he put had, in the hard work. Yeah. And so there is this, you've got to be smart, you've got to be intelligent, but you also have to do things. We can only study and learn and do so much, and then we've got to take action, period. Awesome. 
Where, where were we going with that? Why, why I, I, think, that? I think Ryan agrees with us. <laughs> Ryan, how do you feel about that? <laughs> well, you see, with the work ethic that we have today, we need to continue to press forward and onward into the work situation. <laughs> there you go. You heard, you've heard it here on the business. I don't, th- I don't think these guys work too hard. <laughs> uh, so that's something interesting that you would say. People, people ask me all the time, Bobby. What do you do? And Ryan says, "Is there three of you or something like that?" I have he a lot of himself. fun now, but people don't realize I used to work eighty hours a week, mm-hmm. so I can now work less than that. I I used to kill it constantly to build up what I have built to have the fun and beautiful and wonderful and amazing life that I have now. It was hard work. It was smart work, but it was still hard work. And and I think that is the key. When you see somebody, you go, oh man, I wish I had their life. You don't know what it took for them to get to that life. I love it when we make fun of YouTubers. Those kids, you know, my kids watch for hours, some dude, but you don't know how hard those kids are working. They work. I have a feeling that that is not as easy and as laid back as, as folks thinks it is. Mm-hmm. It's still work. They got to put in the time. They got to be committed to a yeah. schedule. You know, Bobby was talking about you know how many hours you used to work, but it it wasn't one thing that makes you successful. It was all the things: the hard work and the working smart and being yes. in the place. So it's all those things working in concert to make you successful. So I guess there isn't just one little magic bullet, which is work your butt off. That's, that's not, not the magic bullet. Because some people do work their butt off and never get far enough, do they? There's this fine line between genius and stupidity. There's this fine line between making it big and failing at a business. There, there really is. And so I think the other big secret to success is just not quitting. Mm, yeah. Just not quitting. <laughs> not being smart enough to quit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what do you think, Ryan? Keep smart, people. Keep smart. <laughs> You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. All right, let, let's talk about the actual show today is how pie. to make SEO how to make easy pie. is as pie. This, how to make pie. Because SEO no. seems to be like one of the most complicated things on the planet. It's always changing. Algorithms change. Your website no longer ranks or it does. You don't know. And you're throwing money at all these people to try and get in. It just Jungle fix it there. for us, Jim. Fix it. It's so super you, simple. It's easy. <laughs> oh, I love super. It's super easy as pie, man. Well, it's easy as pie. Um, I like to describe uh, SEO as a big circular piece of pie. And you divide that piece of pie into thirds. And the first third is going to be architecture. And that architecture includes things that are common to all of us. You've heard, you know, you got to have meta description. you got to have content. Um, you, you know, you got to have the keywords. All of those things. That's how Google d- discerns really what the site's all about. Um, you know, and it, it gets really complicated. You know, Bobby alluded to this. But there's, there's little magical tricks. Um, did you know that there's a minimum number of words that you can have on a page for Google to index that page? Minimal. So if you have less than 300 words, Google won't even read that page. The very first thing the spider does when it crawls that page is says, there's too little content for here for me to understand. What so if you're paying a, a blogger uh, 20 bucks to make a 200 and 99 word, words. Yeah, 99 word Google blog. Won't even it's read it's it. worthless it's for you. It's completely worthless. Mm-hmm. The, the, the best ranking pages on the internet right today have about 1,950 words on that page. 1,950 words. Oh my gosh, yeah. That would cost a lot to have a blogger. Well, 
It gets mm-hmm. it gets more complicated um, if you have typos or misspellings or they don't they pay attention to that. Google understands all that and they'll punish you accordingly. Um, really, there's <laughs> only reward or punishment, and so you have to do everything physically possible for Google to want to reward you. Wow, reward or punishment? Reward or punishment? Yeah. The stick or the carrot, baby? What you gonna <laughs> choose? The stick or the which, carrot? Which do you want? <laughs> yeah. so, carrot, carrot. <laughs> so that. Yeah, carrot. Okay, Whew. I yeah. got you. Okay, he's got the carrot coming. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. So you know, those are those are things that are, are the, all live in that first third of the the pie. And you know, you mentioned blogs, but blogs, um, fresh content. How how relevant? How real? How fresh is that content? Um, that's a big part of it. If you have an old um, blog that's you know ten years old and it hasn't changed, Google will not rank that site very well because they want fresh content. They want current uh, content. The day that I very first heard um, about social distancing, I wrote a blog about social distancing, and that that ranked um, for a while until there was everybody blogging about it. But um, we we got that up there right away. Um, Mm. So having fresh, relevant content is really important to the way Google sees you. So that goes back to it's kind of work. You kind of have to pay attention. You have to be intelligent and recognize that social distancing was going to be something and then put the work in and write about it. So it's two of those things working together. It's not any one or the other. It's both of them working together. But I think what you're saying is that that to do SEO, you do have to continually have content. Absolutely. Sure. Content literally is king. Absolutely. And it, and that and it has to be. You've already. I mean, it has to. Now I didn't even know it. It has to be good content, but it also has to be correct, like grammar and stuff. Absolutely. That <laughs> is interesting. No I did more not know dot, that. No more not dotting your eyes, mm-hmm. dude. I'm I'm screwed. I'm gonna have to hire somebody. <laughs> well, if you if you hire somebody, and I'm not being racist in any way, but if you hire somebody from India or the Philippines, their English is not that goodly, and yes. so it, it doesn't rank <laughs> properly. <laughs> yeah, so oh, wow. that makes sense. So <laughs> you know, please hire somebody in America that speaks American English. Even you know European, uh, British English isn't the same as ours. And it ranks differently. It ranks differently, absolutely. Huh. Interesting. Bloody hell. So that's only a third of the, the piece of pie here. Mm-hmm. And so uh, if you move on to the, the next piece of pie, um, we're going to call that social media. And social media, you know, the frequency that you, you post on social media, the platform that you post on social media, um, the content that you post on social media, all of those are becoming incredibly relevant. And uh, with my clients in particular, I care deeply about the platform that they're on. So, for example, if you only talk about business, if you're a financial planner, you probably should be on um, just LinkedIn. But if you're selling candles, maybe you should be on Pinterest. Right. You know, and we all have to have a Facebook and an Instagram account. But you can see how the demographics are different. You get to know where you're going. Exactly. Or where you're selling to. Yeah. Well, know your client. Know your client. Yes. Potential client. So, but all of the demographics are absolutely cool. A demographic of a Pinterest person is, generally speaking, a 55-year-old man and woman, um, but um, they have huge amounts of disposable income. Um, A Instagram client might be a little bit younger. I'm going to say 30, 35-ish. Um, in their income earnings years, they have some disposable income, but they're buying a house or they're buying a car or whatever. So you mm-hmm. kind of pick and choose your battles on the demographic. And how does that work for SEO? So you know that that's your demographic, but how does that work with SEO? Does that? 
I'm, I'm confused. Well, the, the, the third of the pie is social media. And so we put them on, my clients, on the appropriate platforms. But I'm going to tell you a secret. Um, there's only two platforms that Google pays attention to. They pay attention to Facebook. You, Facebook. Well, that's a... Oh, uh, that's a whole different animal. Yeah, that's okay. a different animal. Okay. Um, but Facebook and Google My Business. So if you get reviews and they're posted to either of those two platforms, that's cool. That's what Google actually pays attention to. Just those two out of all the crap that's out there. So if you're a mechanic and you get like reviews on Car Talk, that's cool. But guess what? Google doesn't read them. Google doesn't apply any value to the algorithm that will rank you by having Car Talk reviews. Dang, Google. I know. They're they're, they're nemesis. They they put me to bed late and get me up early. So that's that third piece is basically so you gotta have the second piece. You gotta have the content. Now you gotta have the social connection. Well there's a lot that goes on in that social media space, that third of the pie. Um, Google and Google My Business and Facebook are important, but then there's directories that you need to be listed on that Google needs to see you on those directories. They don't look at the reviews off those directories, but um, there's about seventy-five directories that Google will Make sure that you have a listing on. So those are, you know, directories, listings like uh, D and B or uh, town, you know, mytowns.com or, you know, there's all eighty of those that Google will look at. And if you have conflicting information on any of those, then it's a problem. Um, I moved from Heber City to Farmington. I had three different addresses in Farmington over about two and a half years. Then I moved back to Heber, um, and I had a different address for my business every time I moved. I had. Uh, the phone number stayed the same, but my address changed. So when I looked at all those directories, um, I had this conflicting information across the board. So immediately we applied an application, uh, an app that fixes all those directories. So from one dashboard, you put in the information that you need. It goes out. It goes and, to everything. It goes to, and touches all those directories oh. every month and gives you an accurate picture I across like the board so Google can see it. And we made it super simple by having one dashboard where you put that information in and now all my directory listings are correct in Google. Oh, Instead that's, of all over the place. Yeah. That's a best for good hack. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh my gosh. It is, and so, it, it, it makes a huge difference. Right. And, and that's that third piece. What What's the, the final piece? The third piece is link building. And I have to kind of give you a little Ooh. bit of a history lesson. Ooh. Link building. Yes. Link Links. building. History lesson. Here it is, Here folks. It is. Listen up. This is important. Link building. So Google was founded um, in a, at a time when uh, the only real players in the search uh, engine world were AOL or... Um, I remember them. Yeah, yeah. They're not around anymore. But um, so what? the way they're... You've got mail. <laughs> the way they're... Um, um, uh, listing service worked is that if you were popular, then they made you more popular. So once you became... Gosh, that's lame. It's very lame. <laughs> <laughs> once you're in that first position, you can never be displaced. So Larry and Sergey, the guys that founded Google, actually looked at that and said, this is a terrible uh, algorithm. What we want to do is use inbound linking as a better criteria, uh, apply more weight to that part of the algorithm. When that happens, then um, it's basically a vote of confidence for your website. So if, if um, Bobby had a sweater shop here in Salt Lake City. Bobby's sweater shop. And there was a guy, Ryan, in, um, let's say, Australia. Ryan's sweater shop. No, Ryan's oh. sheep farm. Ryan's <laughs> sheep farm. <laughs> there you go. So, But 
uh, Bobby liked the way that that you weave, you know, or you liked the way that Bob, that Bobby dyed his wool and weaved his wool and made sweaters. I did a really good job. You're, then you you're would, the bomb, you, you man. would create a, a link from your website, the Sheep Farm in Australia, to the Bobby Sweater site. So that's an inbound back link. A backlink. That's an inbound link. So what happened is they wrote an algorithm that was centric to link building, and the rest is history. They they control. So nine. these guys trust each other. So it must not. It must be somewhat legit. Exactly. Until people started trying to ruin that. Exactly. They they trust each other in business. They do good for each other. So um, they, you know, started to create these links, and that that's what Google was founded on. Today, it's it's still one third of my puzzle. Um, is backlinks. Is backlinks. Um, I'll, I'll tell you guys a secret. Um, Thirteen years ago, when I started uh, E2 Total Solutions, we. Um, recognized that backlinking was horrifically important and we built a bunch of websites around the world that uh, we drive links from. You asked me before about copy. I have copywriters that write copy for me and we put them on our own sites and we drive links in from our own sites to our client sites. Oh, I was going to ask that. Mm. So, so if you, so if you have a bunch of sites and you link those back to you, but they're legit. Mm-hmm. They're a bunch of legit sites yeah. of yours. For, let, because me, I, I have, I have five or six companies that I that I'm a part of or dealing with or founding. And uh, does it help for those to connect um, back it, together? Or do the, they they do need to kind of connect with each other for some. There has to be a reason for it. Mm-hmm. So if you had a pie, if there's not a reason for it, will Google know that and go, that's a lame link? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So the links have value, and, and you need to think about this. Because I know you can buy people, and they'll yeah. give you thousands of backlinks. Don't, don't buy links. That's a terrible idea. Google will actually punish you if they find a bunch of links that are not relevant. So, But um, think about it. If, if you're a law firm, and you get you know a link from the Harvard you know, Law Review, that's a really valuable inbound link. Because that's legit. They don't just pass out their links for no reason. Right. If you owned a sweater company and a mechanic shop, there's no reason to have those two linked together. Unless we're just buddies. Yeah. I love you, man. So, uh, th- this is a great <laughs> this is a great great question. Mm-hmm. I've got a client that is a um, uh, he sells RV parts. And so we are, you know, right oh, really quickly, Amanda says Jim Carroll is awesome, just so you know. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Amanda. <laughs> So um, we are, are, are we own a bunch of other sites. Uh, we have other clients, and with their permission, we have like a chamber of commerce in upstate Vermont. So Vermont is known for their touring and uh, lots of RV travel and stuff. So we're creating a link from uh, my uh, upstate Vermont's chamber of commerce to the RV site that sells RV parts. So that's totally legitimate, right. totally with their permission. And so we're swapping links between those two, between the, the trailer parts company and the upstate uh, chamber of commerce in vermont <coughs> okay so they're they're totally legit so three three pieces that's it it's that simple that's that yeah but you've got to knock those three out of the park is that correct well it's not any one of those that you can knock out of the park it's you've all got a three you got to knock all three this yeah. is valuable this is super val. i i get that this is a, a key piece of visibility on, online is that mm-hmm. correct? Absolutely. I mean, it, it, with those three pieces, but doing even one of them incorrectly could destroy everything? 
Yes. Or, yes. Uh, I mean, if you because you said if you bought a bunch of backlinks, Google noticed that and knew it was bullcrap. Doesn't matter how good you were at the other two. I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you, it, this is a terrible funny story. <laughs> terrible oh, funny story. Love terrible funny stories. That's my favorite kind, right, Ryan? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I had a client that was um, a rehab center, and um, we built the site. We built it perfectly, architecturally. It was perfectly. We had the social media platforms up and running. I said it's time that we get some some link building going on, and um, she said, you know, the client said agreed and said, yeah, let's do that. Let's get some going on. Uh, the next day, she went to lunch with one of her friends, and t- told one of her friends, oh, I've got this awesome, you know, website, and um, we're going to start driving some links. And her friend said, oh, links? I can get you links. How many do you want? She goes, I don't know. You know, give me a couple hundred. So the next day, I go and look at the website. It wasn't a date that day. It was about a week later. I look at the website, and there's like 300 inbound links from a porno site. Oh, <laughs> ouchie. That's bad, right? That's very bad. <laughs> and I'm, you, you don't want that. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm, you don't want that. Does <laughs> Google look down on that? They look very down on that. Okay, you heard it here first. If you link to porno sites, it's not good for it's, your it's bad regular for website. You're gonna I guess rank. if you were another porno site, it would be okay. It would though. be okay because it would be relevant, okay. right? Because it's relevant. But, but that's the point is that she, her friend got her some link. You know, she knew somebody, you know, that's shady that, this, that uh, did links. Uh, and so they came from inappropriate sites. So they have to be appropriate links. Uh, that that makes total sense because yeah. you see that all the time. Or at least you used to see that. I guess people are kind of getting their understanding that. When it comes down to it, cheating the system never works for very long. It, it, you'll always get caught. I guarantee you'll get caught by Google and yep. eventually be punished. That's because they only reward punishment. Yep. That's, yep. We, we want the carrot, Ryan. Carrot. We don't want the stick. The, forget the stick. Well, yeah. Especially if it's been cooked and it has uh, uh, marshmallows in it. Yeah, maybe some little brown sugar. Brown mm. sugar. Brown yes. Sugar. yes. Wow. Now that's the kind of Google Dang. we want to deal with. That sounds like Thanksgiving or something. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, maybe we could change it to sweet potatoes. We'll change the <laughs> carrot to sweet potatoes. You what's the st- with a sweet potato? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. And what's a stick? What's a stick? It's like a bat, okay. but a little thinner. I mean, I thought so. But. <laughs> Smack. <laughs> yeah. But those are the three primary components, and and you know it's it's interesting because you can have uh, like you know your wife or daughter um, that says, "Hey, I love social media." Um, let me do that for you. And I have an opinion about it, and I'll say, well, don't do it on that platform, do it on this platform, don't do it this way, do it this way. So that is that is a, a good way to do it, to just get someone to assist you with and content that, 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 that seems... You, you can have people helping you, and you can do stuff and do better and not do it all yourself, but trying to take a shortcut by getting somebody somewhere else to do some yeah. shady things will, in the end, only hurt you. Punish you absolutely, and that that is that is probably the biggest message right now for for that I'm getting out of this and those three pieces. Knowing that you really have to do you have to do all three if you want to be relevant. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? That's that's absolutely correct. wow, powerful, powerful. Well, Jim, you have to do them good. Oh, you do oh, them for good. That's right. <laughs> Don't forget. We got to use the good word. <laughs> don't forget. Yeah, that. without them being good, Ryan, it doesn't work. Okay, no so don't don't do that. I'd like to read a a review from your website. Oh, all right. I know they're all five stars. So. I know. Right? <laughs> no, it goes back to your character. Uh, this is from Carol Almond. Uh, Jim Carroll is the bomb. He explains technical things in layman's terms and are 
and that are under understandable and makes the complex world of SEO and social media exciting for those of us that are not talented at it. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, guys. That's awesome. And then the, you got lots of reviews, and they're pretty. So, Bushka. so how can how can people find Jim? How can we connect? How can how can listeners connect to you? How can they they now that they know like and trust you because they know that you're a decent human being that believes in the being good and doing good of the world and that's your philosophy and that you're brave enough to swim around with a thousand sharks and jump out of a freaking perfectly good airplane for over four thousand times <laughs> <laughs> well you can the easiest way to find me is um you go to my website which is e2-ts.com that's short for e2 total solutions uh we, we think of ourselves as a total solution we like to solve all the problems that our clients have all yeah, of the solutions that yeah, you gonna need. Yeah, and I have a sus- sus- sneaky suspicion that it's those three things. It is those three <laughs> things. I, I got them all. Woo! I got them all covered. I can it's total you. solutions because you need those three, and they need to be good. Dude, exactly. I got this. I, thank you for being on the show, just so I could learn something today. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> I appreciate it. Awesome, Ryan. Are you? Uh, are you gonna take us out, Ryan? Oh, man, we gotta figure this out. That, yeah, yeah. What if it was out. always pointed at my face the way I liked it? Yeah, that'd be good. I don't know. But then we gotta move things around. It's a work in progress. This is our second live show ever. I'll have to or buy not, like, ever for the la- in the last year and a half. I'll have to buy like three cameras. There you go. All pointed at my face that I don't like. Okay. Anyway, you take us out, Ryan. Thanks, Jim, for being on the show. Appreciate it. And uh, if you're interested in knowing how to get a hold of Jim, we give you all the information. You can do it one more time There'll if you'd like. There'll be links in the show. There'll be links in the show notes E2. and all that good stuff. You can go to my website, which is e2-ts.com, or email me at jim at e2-ts.com. There you go. go. Thanks so much, Jim. We always end the show take with us out. The, uh, the hashtag, be good, do good. We do it three times. We get crazy on the third time. Let's get crazy. Okay. Okay. You ready to get nuts, ready? Jim? Let's go. Let's, okay. go. Let's do it. I mean, jump out of a plane for a thousand. Yeah, I mean, he's, this is like, whatever. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. Now we can put down, I've been through the Biz for Good show. Click. Check. Another one checked off. I'll add that to my, my bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Biz for Good Show podcast. We want to thank all our fans and guests on the show. Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For your hosts, Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington, this is Tim Jackson saying get out and do some good. Now go. Go.